Hey, good morning, everybody. So I'm working on <laughs> that theme song. I gotta increase the volume, and I gotta change the graphic. And morning podcast needs some retooling. Um, all right, so I want to walk through uh, some development I'm doing on GameCave. Uh, this is super rough stuff, right? So the idea is that I want to draw backgrounds uh, fairly efficiently, um, really more like my roughy art, like my concept roughy art. And to come up with a process that is going to make sense time-wise, which is what I sort of talked about last time. And I've come up with this. Let me let me show you what this is going to look like. So this is a, a really rough background I blobbed in over a sketch. I initially did. Um, and all I'm doing here is taking my roughy brush, which is just a flat round brush, and sometimes a lasso tool, starting with black, and you can do something simple like, <laughs> okay, uh, you could do a couple things. So one, you could construct out a shape over a rough drawing, right? So I could just come here and just construct out like so, right, we'll work out the sides, and we'll make like a little treasure chest. <clears throat> And then you could increase your brush size and start to round out some details. Like the ribbing. And then I want to create a little bit of depth to that. So I'm going to grab some of these little neon colors I got here. Like blue or purple. I like this blue, this purple, doesn't matter. Um, and maybe I'll just make... This is just to kind of help give it shape, right? Um, we can be consistent, try to try to be a little consistent with where things are going from that matter. Um, let's say I wanted to add, uh, we can kind of pop that out a little bit. You could select all layers too if you wanted to. I don't want to make a big deal out of this, but um, I go back and forth. And sometimes if I want to add details on top, uh, let's say I wanted to add a padlock, I can come here and just block in this little padlock, see? I go like this, and then I can draw the little keyhole, and then maybe if I think the light's coming from the left, there. So very quickly, uh, I've just kind of blobbed in uh, treasure chest, and I can go back over really quickly and give it a little definition with some lines. Now you're thinking, Rob, that doesn't make for a really great comic. <laughs> And you'd be right. This would be like something that normally if I was doing this as my normal cover art or anything with some real detail, this would be something that I would leave and then trace over and draw from scratch. But when I have to color everything and do lettering, that's not going to fly for every panel of every background. Plus, it's completely unnecessary when you're talking about things that don't need to be in focus so much as the characters. So the characters, I kind of want to be more in focus. And you can see here, I've done that same thing. Like this right here, the stairs I created after the fact. So I actually took the lasso tool and, you know, I just came back here and just drew in stuff, right? So 
sometimes you can manually do it. Sometimes you can uh, just take the lasso tool and cut away. Get something a nice sharp edge. It's a little bit of both on things like that, right? I'm going to go ahead and delete that. You kind of get the idea. Um, and then what I did was I used this little adjustment filter called black and white. Why? Well, because uh, I can go in here when I do that, and it's, let me show you what it is. It's right here, adjustments, black and white. And what that means is I can control any colors, uh, red, yellow, green, cyan, blue, magenta, and make them more intense or less intense. And how does that matter? Well, see all these little blues and purples? Um, I've got an adjustment. Let's say those blues, I want to make them more darker. I want to make them more lighter. See, so I can adjust the intensity. That's why when I lay this out, I'm going to want to be consistent with how I use colors, right? Um, and why am I using the colors? Because, folks, I don't see in black and white at all. Um, I have tried to train myself to see things in value. And when it comes to projecting light, I'm... I've gotten a lot better. But when it comes to adding details, I just like using neon so I can see where all the different details are. I can see that padlock. I can see these things on top of one. I just like using different colors. When it's all gray, I, I can't see it. It's just the way my mind works. If you can do all gray, do all gray. Be perfect. But I am not capable of doing that. So this is like me dealing with how I think. Um, once I, I work out of black and white, then I just add... A gradient map and that just turns all that shit into a neutral color scheme what's a gradient map well if you come here to adjustments gradient map gradient maps uh, are adjustment layers in Photoshop and other programs where it will take a gradient and assign anything on the left that's black a color and anything that's white a color and anything in between so you can come here and quickly Add different color schemes. These are kind of super saturated. Um, I didn't have time to build something more natural. But you can see here, if we add this one, the grays are blue, the black is black. If I wanted blacks to be off black, I could come and see, look, make it blue. I can make it, I can make it look like Predator Vision. I mean, whatever. So that's what I've done here. Uh, and then that gives me a base color for all this stuff. And watch what happens if I go back to this black and white and I adjust these filters, or these sliders. So if I adjust these sliders, anything that's blue becomes lighter. Anything that's green become, can just goes wherever I want it to go. I can adjust those colors and make them more neutral, more dark. So it's, it's important that when I do this, I uh, keep consistent. <clears throat> that's all I gotta do. Um, and then I go and add a secondary light scheme using another gradient map, which is, hold on, that's something else I added. So I added these little teal alterations. Um, I'm gonna say I want a nice orange light scheme. Here's a sun-based light scheme. And then all I do is in a mask, as I just come in here and draw where I want that to be. Right? So that's just filling it in with white. And then if I want to kind of like make it a little bit more uh, neutral, I can go at a 50% and drop some of the opacity on some of the stuff, right? So I could. So you could change the intensities, right? 
as you can see like that wouldn't be so bright so I can so forth and so forth um, and we can add this and let me turn that off and then now this I just did because I thought it'd be cool to have some variation on these items that are still somewhat neutral so rather than just be purple I added a little bit of teal uh, this is a teal to yellow just because I have these two color schemes that's that's a little more complex but you can see fairly quickly like I blob this stuff in like literally this even this treasure chest in like minutes um, and then if I need to go in and add details after the fact I can just paint right on top add little rim lights So the idea is that the book will be like this. The characters will be drawn and cell shaded fairly well. So I can spend my time drawing the characters and not spend uh, hours upon hours trying to render out uh, backgrounds. Now, are they all going to be super loose and blobby? Probably not. Like they'll be, <clears throat> you know, it'll look better than this. Um, It'll be a variation of this, though. So, watch what happens when I put my little custom textures on top, though. Kashish! Right? That looks pretty cool. Looks pretty cool. It's got all the noise and textures. Those are my own custom textures I made. Um, they're super complex, guys. Like, this goes on and on and on and on. So, this is not something I can explain very well. Um, but, you can always just throw over paper texture. <coughs> yourself or uh, a really quick and easy way if you want to do some texturing is just fill a layer with 50% gray and then go filter noise add noise and you can set that to an overlay and just turn some of the opacity down and you can get some quick noise that way you know some quick noise um, if you wanted a little bit of yellowing you can add a little off yellow set it to darken you know, so it's not what I have, but you can get something fairly interesting uh, if you don't know what you're doing. So, so this is what I've been like goofing with all weekend, off and on, uh, on how to do and like to get in my head like, oh, so so normally like when I draw um, stuff, like when I'm actually drawing things. Let me see if I can show you. Case in point, this was some concept art I did for Little Reapers, where I was designing this character. Now this is something I did I did the other night. So this is actually what it looks like when I'm blobbing in details. So I took this, see all these different neons, this is how I built up layers of stuff, duplicated it, turned the opacity down, and drew all this stuff over that. Now to do this for every background would take hours upon hours. But I just went and added gradient maps and did a little painting on top. And, you know, like, you can tell there's definition there, you know, so like, I could go in there, if that were a background and characters were over that, then it makes a lot more sense. Um, let me see if I can go into Little Reaper's development, concept art. So, you could see this is more of a cleaned up illustration of one of the main bad guys. And I'm just going to come in here really quickly merge it right and let's just 
Let's just see what this looks like, right? Wow, it didn't copy. Cop, cop, copy. Sometimes you got to do it a few times to get it into memory. Move this up. I'm just going to take all this shit. Let me just take that to 24. I'm going to crop this stuff out fairly quickly. This is a ghetto way of doing this, but it works. Okay, I'm going to duplicate that so I have a copy of it. I'm going to shrink this little sucker down. You know, and so if I took, this is kind of, this is when you, you know, when you're doing tests and you don't want to spend 10 years doing a full production, you just want like a proof of concept. It's a little difficult to see, but you can see if it's a little more neutral, the characters will pop right out. Like, let's just take this dude, come back to our BG test here. Where is it? Here it is. So obviously he's not drawn into perspective. Put him right over the texture so he textures in. You know, and then if I just went and added a little bit of world shade to him. Some of that lighting. Now, I don't want to blend them into the background. I want this more like animation where he pops out. So, um, I'm not trying to come in here and, like, get super... I actually don't want him blended in to the back. I'm not trying to... If I wanted that, then all I'd have to do is, instead of that, I can come here. And we can do a little airbrush. Multiply, right? So, if you wanted to do that, I don't want to spend... I mean, that's good for, like, moody sections, you know? I'm going to do this more animation style where they kind of pop out. So, also totally workable. And look, I could still do that. Let's do something a little darker. It's a little too light. So, fairly quickly, you get an idea, right? <clears throat> that the characters will pop out. And sometimes... Um, with this texturing, like, I can always go into my texture mask and dull it down, like, to 50%. So, there he's textured, but maybe he's less textured, so the background's more textured. So, that's totally up to you. You know, like, that, you know, that just comes down to, like, how much texturing does one need, does one not need, you know. So, <clears throat> But yeah, very quickly, we uh, we could see, you know, like 
this would be fun to read. You know, that means I can spend my time doing what I'm really good at, which is drawing fun characters. Um, and I'm I'm fine with backgrounds, but I don't know, guys. You know, like we got to pick and choose our battles, and I don't see much of the point of me going in spending. Let's say I spent two hours drawing characters, and I got to spend another two to four hours drawing backgrounds. I'd rather just blob the shit in and then spend my time drawing the characters and then get it done in the color. So, um, that's it, right? <sighs> We're almost at the 20-minute mark. <sighs> oh, it's a big weekend. <sighs> so, what does that mean moving forward for Rob? What that means is I can start drawing the backgrounds um, on Little Reapers and Game Cave uh, I can start drawing the backgrounds. This is a quick test I did here. Uh, in black and white and blobbies and stuff. And then anything I, like this right here it's totally cool. Like, I don't mind if I need a building to be, you know, super in focus, then I can spend more time drawing it. So I don't mind that. But that means this kind of stuff back here, I can blob this stuff in. And so we'll work this out over the next couple, couple pages. Um, and this was me doing little extra tests too, where I just try to draw it in color. Then I was like, you know, I need to go back to gradient maps because this is going to make it super fast. Like, I don't want to spend my time the reason why I started doing gradient maps uh, way in the back is way in the day, you know, a few years back, was I didn't want to spend all my time color picking everything. So I wanted to spend most of my time getting shit done, focusing on lighting, which look, you can still do. Like if you're like, hey, this lighting's a little off, you can come back in over this and, you know, let's add a darken, let me turn it down a little bit. I could come here and let's put that behind him so I don't have to. Uh, let's forget that for a second. But I could come here and, you know, I could also uh, just manually. I tend to try to do some of this stuff a little bit more. Let's delete that. Delete that. So, you know, if I wanted to come in there and do more, more lighting, I can. Um, but really the goal is for me to kind of have it down. In that other phase. So, you can see this starts to get a little too saturated. Let's turn it to multiply. There we go, that's better. And come here. Maybe the airbrush erasing is not the best. Let's use a blender. We erase with the blenders. That's a little smoother. So, look, when you're doing this kind of thing, you have to, like, pick and choose mood. Personally speaking, like, when I like to add... Uh, shade. I like to use a subtractive method. So I'll show you like 
I would prefer to do it like this. Like I would take the whole thing, fill it with this color, um, and then, you know, like mask it out. So obviously kind of pointless. The problem is if you want to do like the least amount, but like if I want to make this super moody, then I would do it this way. So it's wherever like the least amount of effort is. So if it's going to have very little shadow, I'll add the shadows. If it's going to have a lot of shadow, I'll subtract. Right? So I could come here and Eh, too. Color burns a little too muddy. So multiply. But and then you could always go with the darker. That might be a little too saturated, so you could always go one shade darker. So there's always ways to do it, right? Addition, whatever. So, but the goal is to make the the backgrounds pop out. Uh, I mean, to make the characters pop out from the background. Um, and for the backgrounds to have little details and books and stuff on the shelves, but I'm not spending, guys, man, I spend like 20 hours sometimes drawing backgrounds. So, um, and the thing is, I'm not going to be that great at this the first time. Like I just kind of figured out, okay, here's how I think. Here's how I'm going to go about attempting this. Oh, it works. Cause I already, um, sketch with the, uh, the blobby method, right? The, the neon blobby thing. I already do that. Um, so how can I take that and just go from that straight into uh, final backgrounds? So I'm not adding steps. And this is like, this is something that you don't want to, um, how do I say this? You don't want, oh, there's the noise starting to cue me out you don't want to this isn't like something i can just recommend programs for you for you like oh this program does this and this does that this is based on how i think so i'm taking a process that i've already done and i'm just not adding way more to it than there needs to be so if something in focus needs more detail than that one thing i can sketch and draw that and do more color coloring on it similar to how i'll do the game cave shop That'll need a lot. But this other stuff back here, no, 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 no point. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I'm super excited by this, folks. I'm super, super happy. Uh, sucks I gotta go. I gotta go back to work now. <laughs> I gotta go back to work. Cool part about this is, look, work in a box, folks. That's my advice. You work in a box, you get creative. You're gonna be, that's how you'll find your style working with limitations. Morning podcast out. Goodbye, everybody. I'll talk to you soon. Peace.